0: section six of the progressive woman volume seven number seventy five october nineteen thirteen this librivox recording is in the public domain must woman fight her own battles by helen untermann yes and no it depends upon the viewpoint if men were already far enough developed to look upon woman's struggle for freedom from the evolutionary standpoint if they could see that race and not mere sex interest is involved then we could answer no this viewpoint would furnish to men the real clue to woman's struggle namely freedom of development and freedom of expression of her own psychology for the benefit of the human race the psychology of woman is different from that of man because the function of each is different woman carries life and bears life while the function of man is merely that of fertilization TO KEEP IN MIND THIS BIOLOGICAL DIFFERENCE IS OF VITAL IMPORTANCE, FOR IT IS THIS DIFFERENCE WHICH ACCOUNTS FOR THE INDIVIDUALIST NATURE OF MAN AND THE COMMUNISTIC NATURE OF WOMAN. MAN'S PART IN THE PRODUCTION OF LIFE IS TRANSIENT. HE HAS FULFILLED HIS FUNCTION AS A MALE. BUT WOMAN, AH, THERE IS A VITAL DIFFERENCE. IF FERTILIZATION HAD TAKEN ROOT, HER LIFE IS AT ONCE INSEPARABLY CONNECTED WITH THE LIFE OF ANOTHER this creates a bond of mutuality and physical feeling of which a man has no conception the desire to protect life to do for it becomes so ingrained into woman's nature that it affects her whole psychic being take now such a psychology and suppress it give it no voice in the making of conditions which shape life and we must acknowledge the danger that lies therein for the human race take on the other hand the individualistic nature of man i do not speak of man's nature as being individualistic in a spirit of condemnation but i simply wish to point out the psychic effect that the difference of function of man and woman must have upon the shaping of their characteristics and one can readily understand why the world of today, the man-made world is individualism personified here lies great danger in the freedom of expression of but one psychology at the expense of the other But when the freedom of both is secured a factor of high value is gained for the whole human race only when combined can the beauty and strength of either be developed and the shortcoming of either be balanced only then will they really and truly complete one another but at present with the exception of a few men do not see so far woman's battle is viewed from the narrow sex standpoint and it is the narrowness of this point of view that makes the relation of woman to man the same as that of the working class to the ruling class. In either case, the consciousness is absent, that that which looks like a sex and class question is in fact a race question. For this reason, it means in either case, fight your own battle. In either case, the object is a struggle against intense individualism. It is this intense individualism that makes larger feeling and action of the ruling class toward the working class impossible and it is this same intense individualism on the part of man that makes it necessary for a woman to fight her own battle against men as a sex although she fights together with men as a class intense individualism binds class and sex alike neither sees always granting the exception of a few that what they are opposing are higher forms of development and higher forms of consciousness lower forms do not wish to give away to higher ones this is but natural whatever headway we have made we have made against opposition we view the class and sex struggle from the standpoint of opposing higher forms and higher consciousness Then these two struggles are alike but in spite of the likeness there exists also a great difference the ruling class does not love the working class and vice versa hence little or no pain is involved in the class struggle as far as the love thought is concerned But how different it is with the sex struggle there woman must fight that which she loves she must struggle against father brother husband nay even against the one she has nourished with her own blood and this means pain much pain it is this psychic element entering into the sex struggle that marks the difference between the two great struggles and it is this intense psychic struggle the deep conflict the great contradiction of loving on the one hand in fighting on the other that breaks the heart and crushes the spirit of many a strong woman while it takes strength to struggle against class dominance it takes more strength or better strength of a different kind to fight against sex dominance but let any woman who wearies of the struggle and of her wounds remember at all times that she the mother of the race must fight this battle in order to maintain her position as such not merely in word but in fact no woman in bondage can be a true mother and don't despair the overcoming of intense individualism does not alone depend upon the struggle of women against it look and see and you will find a great helpmate in the highly developed and centralized industry of today. against it intense individualism will break its power and while we as a class and as a sex have to summon our energies to fight against the dominance of either class or sex psychology our big helpmate highly developed industry saves our mental energy by doing his share in developing the material means by which the dominance of either psychology can be done away with and what does collectivism mean many of us feel it but do not just know what the feeling is collectivism is the growth of a grand force a loving force under the reign of this force the law of love will be understood and applied love, not might, will become a power. Love as a power. Can you imagine its all-embracing influence? Everything will be transmuted. Our actuating principles will no longer be gain of profit, but collective love and understanding. Race interest will transcend sex interest. We will stop the fight against each other, and instead will grow with one another. Then woman's soul no longer has to bleed by being forced to fight, to desert to destroy when her whole nature stands for growth protection and construction in short for love this is our final goal that this great loving force may come to its highest unfoldment in order that its wonderful spirit may take hold of every human soul we must be willing to work for it and struggle against such conditions and forms as hinder and oppose its development we must even be willing to hurt where it becomes a necessity. Keep in mind that our battles are merely the means by which our highest aspirations will be reached. But, Mark, they are means without which the end cannot be accomplished. Our ideals must be nourished that they may live and grow within us, and the means we have on hand must be used that the ideal will become a future reality. The former means strength in thought, the latter strength in action. End of section 6